is Valentina Antonis, and today we're talking about a well-known cult called People's Temple. Before we start, I want to thank all of you for listening, and I'm so excited to launch my first episode, and I hope I do well, and I want to thank um, all of the sources that I got my information from. I'm going to link those um, in the, my information on my Spotify, so if you're wondering if you want to learn a little bit more about this case then you can look on this website so before we get started some content warnings include abuse mass suicide and murder so if you decide this episode is too harsh for you i hope i see you soon um so now we're gonna get started i think cults are really interesting and like at, at least once in your life you've probably thought of cults have crossed your mind one of the most famous ones is called the People's Temple, and the People's Temple isn't a, any regular cult. There's a really big story behind it and a tragic massacre that happened called the Jonestown Massacre. We're going to get into that at the end of the episode. But first, we're going to get into um, James Warren, aka Jim Jones. You might not know him as James Warren because he changed his name to or he asked people to call him Jim Jones. Well, that's what you might know him as. This is a very popular case, so I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of you knew this. So let's start with Jim Jones. Well, before we get into Jim Jones, we're gonna get into like what the cult kind of believes in and what they run by. The cult was run by an idea of creating a society without racism and poverty which actually wasn't really true because the 70% of black people that were a part of the cult were heavily abused and they were they had to go up against Jim Jones being a racist maniac and they weren't treated as fairly because this was the 60s and 70s and back then there was segregation and yeah and Jim Jones actually was very cruel to the, these black members of the cult by saying that if they were let back in, into the real world, they would be put in concentration camps, which just wasn't true, and it's so sad. So the um the <laughs> sorry, I'm reading off a script, and I'm trying to find where I am. Okay, let's let's get into James James Jim Jones. This cult was started and led by James Warren Jones, or more commonly known as Jim Jones. First, let's take a look at Jones' childhood and background. Jim Jones was born in Lynn, Indiana. He was born on May 13, 1931. At a young age, Jones regularly attended church, and after he graduated from college, he joined the ministry field. So he was like a minister, church minister. In the 50s and 60s, he became well-known he became well-known as a charismatic churchman who claimed to have magical powers. Like he he really, really thought that he had, he, he had he had a connection with God and he could tell the future. And obviously, it was all crap. That wasn't true. So, yeah. It's sad because there's, there's probably some kind of mental illness behind his ideologies. It's kind of sad. Um... His so-called powers included telling the future. Jim Jones commonly spoke about starting a church, with quotations, 
later called the People's Temple. In 1954, oh, what? Sorry, he created the People's Temple in 1954 in Indianapolis, Indiana. In 1965, Jim Jones moved his clan from Indiana to California, fearing a nuclear war. If you're wondering, how could someone like like this gain followers and members? But he had some really interesting um, manipulation tactics that we'll get into later. And it's just that he he had a lot of connections with um, the, pr- the Californian press and politicians, so he could gain more followers that way. And he has such a unique way of gaining pe- gaining followers that he held so much power people would do anything he says and you'll see that later in the story and it's actually really a really good lesson that you be careful who you talk to and you should you can say no um so jim moved his clan from indiana to california fearing a nuclear war he finally settled in san francisco california Soon after the relocation, Jones adopted the name The Prophet and became preoccupied with his magic powers. Um, now we went into a detailed description of Jones' past, let's talk about the cult's lifestyle. So we're going to talk about their ways, the ways they run, a little bit more into what they believed in, and kind of a little bit of um, Jim Jones' psychology like his mind i really wanted to get really deep into um like jim jones psychological health but i couldn't really find much about it because he didn't have a chance to get interviewed after the massacre um so in jim's years of ruling his members he faced allegations that included him stealing his co-members money and keeping him all for himself illegally so he wasn't so these allegations were true he was take unfortunately taking his cult members money without them knowing and he was suspected of having stolen over millions of dollars over the time he ruled the cult after the allegations jones moved his members into a forest in guyana he created a settlement named jonestown in 1971 Jones started gaining more followers, which meant he was illegally storing his members' money and personal information. So he stole their passports, he stole their IDs, he stole money, he stole phone numbers, he stole bank accounts, he stole everything. He threatened his members by um he threatened his members with beatings, blackmail threats, and even like murder, which is absolutely terrible to go through. Actually, many of the survivors of this case they have severe PTSD and won't even talk to, um, not supporters, they won't talk to reporters about their story. That's how you know how terrible his, Jim Jones really was. Um, Jim Jones strongly organized, sh- not strongly, Jim Jones strangely organized rehearsals for mass suicides, but we will get more into that later. I don't really... Like, even myself, I don't understand, like, like, he would plan, he would, like, pretend to commit suicide, he would, like, kind of like a fire drill, like, where you go, you line up outside when the fire alarm goes off, 
but kind of like with suicide i guess what the, that's what they mean i'm trying to explain it in the way that we can understand it so now we're going to start talking about the rising events that led to the massacre so if you can't handle this content i would suggest you exit out and i'll see you next time in early november of 1978 Reporters and state officials started arriving in Guyana to investigate drones for alleged abuse cases. Four days later, the visitors decided to leave Guyana, but Jones didn't just want them to run out free, so he decided to force his followers to kill them all. But the cult members didn't manage to kill all of them. They only killed five people that day. You may think that was a massacre, but that was only the beginning of the tragedies that followed. Some of the reporters escaped, so this left Jimmy, Jimmy, this left Jim paranoid. When Jones came up with his revolutionary suicide plan, yeah, I know, a suicide plan. This dude was absolutely nuts. On November 18th, 1978, Jones unfortunately forced his cult members to kill themselves by drinking Kool-Aid, which is a fruit-flavored cyanide-induced beverage. Younger members were administered the cyanide by a syringe or forcibly shoved the liquid down their throats. Surprisingly, the majority of members went along with Jones' plan. This comes to show how much manipulative, how manipulative and powerful Jim Jones was because hundreds of brainwashed people lost their lives that day. Some brainwashing methods that Jones used on his followers include self-incrimination and suicide drills. So suicide drills is like what I said before about where he would, like, go through drills to, like, in case they had to commit a mass suicide, which, unfortunately, this, it actually had to come to play. And it's believed that, um, Jim Jones did this mass suicide plan to, because he was scared the government was coming after him, so he just wanted to end it, end his reign. And that makes sense. Um... Over 1,000 members investigated the cyanide. What? Sorry. Over. I'm so sorry if I'm laughing. This is definitely not funny. And my heart goes out to all survivors and family victim, family, families of the victims and victims. R.I.P. It's such a sad, sad story, and you'll be surprised how many people died. For 1,000 members ingested the cyanide, but 918 died. On the other side, 304 cult members survived and were served justice. Unfortunately, Jim Jones himself wasn't available to be charged because he um, took his life, which we'll get into that a little bit more. But um, but someone someone else actually i couldn't get a lot of information on him but someone else that was like helping alongside jim jones was um was arrested and charged with some stuff but i couldn't get a lot of information on that because it was pretty private and jim jones really was the star of the show here um in the span of minutes hundreds were dead that's how poisonous cyanide is so you have to be careful what you drink and what people give you Make sure to check and make sure you know absolutely what what you're drinking because this is scary. Once he realized what he'd done, he realized that he was going to get charged for all of this because he's been abusing all of his members and 
he literally forced them to kill themselves. So that's when Jim Jones took his own life with a pistol. The victims' dead bodies were transported to the mili- transported by the military to be buried properly. After this massacre, the people's temple went bankrupt, then ended its reign. So right now, the people's temple is not currently a thing. And if you're wondering, <laughs> after this massacre, the people's temple went bankrupt, then ended its reign. If you want to know Jim Jones' last words, here as followed. Take out life from us. We laid it down. We got tired. We didn't commit suicide. We committed an act of revolutionary suicide protesting the conditions of an inhumane world. Now that doesn't sound right at all. He's literally saying we didn't commit suicide, but we did. And this definitely had an impact and a flabbergasted and dumbfounded so many people. When I first learned about this, I was I was speechless. I'm like, 918 people lost their lives one day. And here's a little fun fact about the cult. Allegedly, 20,000 people have joined the cult at some certain point. But there was about like 3,000 members at a time. And when this mass suicide happened, some people were in Guyana and some cult members were still um, stationed in California and Minneapolis. So, so unfortunate. But at least there were some survivors. And I did a lot of research on this and I looked at some of the, um, the survivors' like stories and they faced terrible abuse and the black members faced terrible discrimination even though they're promised they would be protected in this cult so i hope you enjoyed this and i tried to make this as quick as possible so you don't have to listen to me talk for an hour and i can try to find more information about jim jones if you like but next episode we're gonna get into an interesting topic and it has something to do with sand so get ready for that see you on thursday